This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 27, Christy's Coaching Story. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Miss Unstoppable, welcome to a new series we're doing here on the podcast where I bring in current or former clients of mine to talk about their coaching story and what it was like in their lives before they started coaching with me, what it was like during the process, and what it was like after. This is actually a segment many people requested that they wanted to hear from actual people who have been coached. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, maybe my life's not as bad as people who get coached. And other people think, oh, maybe I'm not ready for it. I don't know. Many thoughts go out there. And a lot of people have just told me that when they hear other people who have been through the journey, they can relate to things and it wakes them up in a whole new way to say, hey, you know, maybe my life can be different. And maybe there are things in my life that I can change that I didn't even know I needed to change or, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's so many things out there, right? But I wanted to do this and I wanted to try this out and bring on some of the clients I especially worked with in 2019 so they can kind of tell you now that we're done, you know, what happened those past few months and what has changed. And the person I'm starting out with, her name is Christy Villasenor, and she was a client that I worked with basically from April until the start of November or end of November, 2019. And we worked through three of my courses back to back, the Life Lovers 21 Day Challenge into Become an Unstoppable Woman, the course, and then my last program, Become Authentically Awesome. And she and I had group calls almost every week during that time. And um, we also did a couple one-on-one calls at certain up-level spots, um, just to give you an idea of what she did and what kind of upgrade she had, Um, but she's going to tell you about her story today about where she started and where she ended. And this is one of my favorite stories specifically because of the health changes that she made during these months. Um, A lot of people I hear out there have these health problems that they think they can't fix. Things like migraines I hear all the time from people. And I just think, you know, I help people heal those things all the time and people just can't wrap their heads around it because we're so used to going to a doctor and getting medication for it, which isn't a bad thing. But when those medications are just kind of solving symptoms, sometimes you really need to look at what's the root cause behind this. And it's not just migraines. It's many, many other things too that we can solve by healing some of our emotional wounds or trauma. And it may not have to even be big trauma to go and heal it. And just learning some of the tools for success. And Christy's going to talk about how some of those tools have helped her 
really just become a whole new different person. Um, gosh, it was just so much fun to watch Christy's journey and see her change and grow from this kind of people pleasing woman who was working all the time to now running her own business and helping other people in the process and owning her power and feeling confident and again, being healthy. So without further ado, here is my amazing interview with Christy. Christy, thank you so much for joining me and everyone who's listening on the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast today. You are kicking off this new series about everyone kind of telling their stories about the coaching process so people can hear firsthand what it's all about. And I wanted to start with you because I feel like your transformation was so much fun to watch. Um, So kind of just tell us, like, where did you start off before you and I started coaching? Okay. So before I started coaching with you, I was, I know I was physically a mess. I had out of control migraines. I worked only from my bed. I didn't work from my, I I worked from home, but I was only on my bed because it was just too much to work from a desk. Um, I was recovering from a surgery, not related to working from my bed. And I think right before I started life lovers live with you, I was in the ER. So I was just, I was having a rough go. (laughs) Yeah. And that was the thing that stuck out to me the most when we had our free discovery call was this girl has some health issues and hopefully she can be strong enough to do this kind of work. And I think you had even signed up for life lovers before we had a call. Yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And then I said, okay, let's jump on a call so I can know you more. And then you ended up doing it with a live group and I guess ended up loving it. Is that how it happened? Yeah. I think I started with uh, breaking barriers first and then I ended up basically in all of your courses. (laughs) I think I have all of them. (laughs) Yeah. So what was it about breaking barriers that made you want to keep going into life lovers? I think for me, it was probably the support because it was, I was posting in the group and I've done that other times too, and other little challenges, but it was like, almost like crickets. Whenever I posted, I'm like, okay, I'm talking to nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for me, I'm like, really, which is something I found out about myself. I really need like external accountability and support to actually keep me going into whatever path I'm going to. If I don't have that, I kind of drop it and go to the next thing. Yeah. So getting that accountability kind of kept you going. Yes. Yeah. And anybody listening out there, Christy's talking about breaking barriers and that's a five day challenge that I have. And I don't really talk about it that much because I don't know. I just don't really put it out there that much. Christy ended up getting it from a course bundle and had it in there. Um, but most people, they start in life lovers and they just learn those basic tools. And then what was it after life lovers that made you want to keep going into unstoppable? I think life lovers kind of, uh, I would say shook things up and it made me realize that I was fed up with a lot of things, including, you know, the being tired of feeling out of control and disconnected from my body. And at that point, I probably read countless books. I had courses I never used and I was getting nowhere. But I think Life Lovers also kind of solidified that support um, because I went through the live portion of it. So it was like every day there was like a post, which I really fed on. Yeah. So that external accountability tied with the tools. Yes. Together. Yeah. And we had those group coaching calls. So did you enjoy that part? Oh, yes. I love, I think it's funny because I normally don't like calls, I guess, but when I got onto it, it was it, I, something I had to work through because it was about me instead of about someone else. And for me, that was really hard at that time. Like I, I didn't want to really work on myself, but it, obviously one part of me did. So the group calls 
really, really helped because yes, I saw in the group that you're not going through it alone, but on the group calls, you really feel like you're not alone. You have other, you know, wonderful ladies on the call right there with you every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing I remember now from when we talked that first time on the discovery call was it was really hard for you to focus on yourself and take care of yourself. You were so consumed with everybody else, including your job and working like endless amounts of hours. So tell us more about that, Christy. My job. Oh, yes. So I was a salary employee working from home and that sounds good and all. (laughs) However, that also means it kind of runs into every part of your day, every part of your week, even on my days off, I was kind of bargaining to actually have time off. So I was pretty much mentally exhausted all the time. And it was just very hard to go through that because I'm the type of person that if I sign, you know, sign up to help somebody or to work or whatever, I'm, I was I'm a recovering people pleaser and workaholic. (laughs) Like I was just always working. And even if we weren't working directly on something, I had thoughts about it because I'm always thinking about the next step. And pretty much that came out from doing like StrengthsFinder that that's the reason I do that. So just going through all of that while I was working at a, I found out later was a very toxic job for me was kind of hard to do because it kind of made it hard for me to step up every single week to put myself first, at least for you know the time I was listening to the videos. And when I was doing the work, it made it very difficult for me because I always wanted to put everything else first and not myself. But I was getting to a point that I realized if I keep doing that, I'm going to burn out and it's not mm-hmm. going to be good for anybody. <laughs> yeah. What made you realize that Christy? Um, I'm trying to think what point made me realize that completely. I would probably say um, when probably when I was learning a little bit about my strengths, but also just journaling, I would say starting to journal and seeing all the things that were coming up that I was holding down. Yeah. What you did, did you start journaling and breaking barriers, life lovers or unstoppable? Um, I probably started and I think life lovers, probably okay. not as good. I unstoppable. I definitely was doing it all the time. Yeah. So life lovers is really, like you said earlier, the wake up call of, wow, something needs to change. Yes. Yeah. And you know, what's so interesting, Christy, I asked that because so many people, they know that something's off in life and maybe they're giving too much. And especially in your case, you know, you're pleasing so much and so many women go through life and that's just all they do. And they don't have the courage to change. And even if they have little wake up calls and life lovers, they don't act on that. And so what was it about that time that you said, no more, I'm going to act on this because you had been conditioned for a lifetime not to focus on yourself. I mean, that had to have been big. Oh yeah, no, it was very big. Um, I can't remember when we learned about boundaries. Was it life lovers? No, unstoppable. Unstoppable. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I know for sure that's when I had another shift, but I would say probably in Life Lovers, honestly, it was probably just the act of doing something for myself every day for 21 days. <laughs> that's That was a big thing. Was it seeing the benefit of that, Christy? Yes. Yeah. And it's seeing um, not only what was coming up during those 21 days, but I think I was working on like reading a book and doing uh, something for one of my chronic illnesses around that time. And it was actually like making me think more. I'm like, I need to work on myself more. Like I have been sick or letting my illness actually take over me for far too long, regardless if I could cure it or not. That's not the point. 
point is it's been taking over me for too long. And then I have this other side that I'm just all the energy that I do have, I'm giving it away to everybody else instead of pulling some for myself. Yeah. Wow. Such a wake up call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know it sounds so little now, (laughs) but like I said, so many people don't wake up. I know. (laughs) I mean, that's just so great that you did that. Well, okay. So let's talk about then we're in the coaching process. And Mm -hmm. I really think the coaching process starts an unstoppable. Don't you think? Yes. That one was a deep dive and it was, there was so many more doors that were opening and some that were closing during that time. So that was a very big one for me. Yeah. And the reason I say that is like, to me, life lovers is like, okay, we're doing this little warm up lap and I'm going to see if you can show up and you can kind of handle this. Mm -hmm. And then unstoppable, we're like, okay, let's go. Is that how you felt too? Yeah, for sure. I would say Life Lovers gave me a good taste of what it is and also showed to me that I can do it and that I'm ready for Unstoppable. Yeah. Okay. So then let's talk about Unstoppable. What were the highs and some of the lows during that? And what did it just feel like overall to go and do that work? Well, that's an interesting question because I think there some of the highs and lows are both high and low at the same time. So for example, um, the bullet holes and limiting beliefs, all of that, it felt icky at that time to learn all of that. Like that was definitely a low, but because I knew about all that, that actually turned into a high because that gave me the momentum to start fixing things because I was aware of it. And I really think awareness is a key to doing better. So that was so powerful for me. And it was a high and a low within itself, even, um, learning all about my inner mean girl and doing the inner mean girl interview, like that felt like a low that what I think day or so. And then, you know, afterwards I was like, okay, I have more awareness. I can do something now. Yeah. And what Chrissy's talking about here with like bullet holes or limiting beliefs is we pulled her top 10 worst memories, which is never a fun call. And I have her kind of describe it to me, what she was thinking and what happened. Um, and you had some memories that were hard, which you agree. Yeah. Um, and I remember that call with you and you were just kind of spouting it out one after the other. And I said at the end, you know, most people, it takes some time to kind of decompress from this, um, but it will get better. And I, and you did the work, Christy. I mean, every time I said, you know, it's going to be a little hard and it's going to be uncomfortable. You would pull out that journal and you would get to work. Mm -hmm. Um, so what allowed you, you think to stay strong during those hard moments? Um, I would say it's a mixture of, uh, knowing, like what self-care things worked for me because, you know, maybe a a face mask will work for somebody, but, you know, maybe a foot rub will work somebody else. But knowing that I had something to fall on if, you know, something felt really hard to me or felt really icky to me, if it's journaling, dancing around, listening to my favorite song, something to get my spirit back up, knowing that I had that make it easy, made it a lot easier. And then also just going back to the sport, I had, I know I had you there if I needed to, I had the community there and I also had my partner. So I had a good kind of supporting system through this. And even if I didn't, I think I would have been pretty okay with the tools that I learned. Yeah. So in essence, using your do you list that we made in life lovers. Yes. That's my favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah. And then me saying an unstoppable, Hey, you need to do one hour of do you time this week, two hours this week, three hours this week. You really took that seriously. Yes. It was so hard. I was so challenging. I remember when I saw that, I was like, that's not going to (laughs) happen. I honestly thought that first. And then when I started to add and compound on it, I was like, this feels good. And I feel like I'm actually getting more time than losing time. And I know that's a big problem with most people trying to add self-care 
they think they're wasting time. You're not. Because if it fills your cup, you have more energy to do more things and you have more time. Yeah. Yeah. So highs and lows for you, you said again, were the bolt hole week and the inner mean girl week. Yes. Of those two, um, near the end of unstoppable when we do, you know, what we call in that program, a release mm-hmm. and then kind of transitioning over into your authentic self and all that. How is that for you? That one, that was interesting. I would say I love the release so much. I actually do like a miniature version of it at least once a month now. Um, and it makes me feel so good after I feel like lighter after. And I think around that time too, I may have not brought it up to you yet, but I was starting to get to a point. It was near the end of unstoppable that I didn't want to work at my job anymore. But I think, I think it took me a while for me to actually tell you in the group that (laughs) I was more like trying to work it out in my journal and talking to my partner about it. So that was, that was just the culmination of everything I was learning about myself and what boundaries I needed to learn and what boundaries I needed to put in place and things that I had to let go. And I remember that uh, weekend you have us, I think disconnect completely. And I remember I didn't want to turn off my phone and then I didn't want to turn it back on at the end of it. Like it was so hard for me to turn it back on. Yeah. And I remember after that weekend, it seemed like on my end, at least that's when you really solidified, I don't want to do my job anymore. Yes. Yeah. So do you think that disconnection from that weekend of you doing your release, which anyone out there listening, a release is really where you're going and emotionally processing and healing things. Um, and it scares some people and it's not scary, right, Christy? No, it's very amazing. Actually, Yeah. I mean, I think when people hear it sometimes like, oh my God, I'm going to disconnect for two days and go deal with my feelings. And naturally, if you feel that way, that's just how our brain works, but it's the most amazing experience. And even that disconnection alone, I think really puts things in perspective. And I think for you, because you had been on call basically for so many months, if not years in your whole life, Mm -hmm. um, was it about that disconnection that you're like, I can see clearly now? Yeah. I think you've mentioned this either on your podcast or in one of our group calls. It's that noise, that head clutter and, or the external noise and external forcing on your head clutter. And when you completely disconnect, you know, whether it be for a few hours or that whole weekend, you can actually have a good conversation with yourself because nobody else is influencing you. It's just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then after Unstoppable, you and I go do my final program, Become Authentically Awesome, which I don't really talk about that much because you have to make it through Unstoppable, (laughs) which most people do. Um, But you rocked it, Christy. And then you immediately went into that program. So what was that program like for you? That program was like, I don't know. I think you've kind of described it to me like or to someone like this before. It's the Unstoppable is all like that icky work that you may not need to do, but you need to do. And then authentically awesome is all the like happy and love filled work that you, you continue to work on. And I truly think that that's the case for me anyway. It was, it was very nice. It was, it kind of continued to work through some of the things you worked through unstoppable in the beginning. And then you kind of get a dive more into yourself and into your purpose. And it was just such amazing, I would say amazing content, but also amazing group calls that we had. You had a really magical call with all the women on there. I mean, everyone was so supportive and honest and did the work and that makes such a difference. And I really think a lot of that goes back to you, Christy, you brought a really great energy and loving energy to those calls and support. Um, 
Yeah. And then with authentically awesome, it was so cool because you got to really blossom. You had cleaned yourself out so well, set boundaries, left your job, which was totally unexpected. Nobody Mm -hmm. expected you would do that because when I met you, you were going to get promoted in that job. Yeah. I, I think on our call, I was still in a bit of shock because I was basically offered to be the COO of the company. And I went from literally that at the beginning of our journey together to, I left my job, uh, right before authentically awesome. Yeah. And then you decided to, to try a new career path. Yes. And tell us about that. So after I left my job, I didn't have a clear idea of what, how I was going to do it, but I had an idea of what I was going to do. So it's kind of going back to, um, what you've taught us of letting the universe, you know, work with you halfway or working halfway with the universe. And so I went through a certification to become a life coach myself. And it was, I mean, it was, first of all, the certification was amazing. I felt like I was with my people. Yeah. It was so amazing. And then I've, ha- I've had the opportunity to work with clients and that just, it just feels so much better. It doesn't feel draining. Of course, there's some days that are draining, but it didn't feel as draining. Like I was doing something completely against what I'm supposed to be doing. Which is how you felt before. Yes. Yeah. So when you decided to become a life coach, what from our coaching process made you decide this is what's for me? The chance or yeah, I would say that the chance to help others with empowerment and with awareness and just kind of be there with them as they you know, go through their journey, but give them a little extra support and motivation and accountability throughout the way. I think a lot of people need that. And especially women who, you know, and my, my specific target is women entrepreneurs. And right now we, the hustle culture is just like toxic. <laughs> so yeah. kind of helping them go through, you're a whole person and helping you see that all the facets of you, that you're not just this one label, you're everything that you want to be and more. And I think that's very important. Yeah. So in essence, what you did is you took your mess and now have made it your message, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And do you think just going through the coaching process as a client allowed you to kind of see, hey, this is what I want to do with my life too? Yes, I would say, it was, I think I mentioned it to you. I bought a life coaching course that I never used probably about what two years ago now. And I didn't even remember buying it until I decided that I was like, I want to be a coach. And I realized it was sitting there somewhere that I bought it. But I don't think I was ready to be a coach then. I had to learn about myself. I had to learn every like way to continue learning about myself so I can be an effective coach. Yeah. And clean up some of your toxic behavior. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, which we all have to do. <laughs> I mean, we and we still have to do it, right? Um, oh. Yeah, that's so great, Christy. So what do you think have been your greatest results to date? So you and I started working together. I would what consider it like April 2019. Um, in a paid course, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think you did breaking barriers in February. Yes. And then you bought life lovers, but then it kind of didn't pan out. Like you didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. And then when I said, I'm doing a live group, you joined that live group in April. And then we went into unstoppable in May. Mm-hmm. And then we started authentically awesome in September. And then we finished in November. Yeah. Okay. So going back to my question, what do you think have been your biggest results to date? My biggest results have 
all come from learning how to let go of what's holding me down. And that means a few different things. One, learning boundaries and how to implement them, not just for boundaries, you know, for other people, but for myself. (laughs) Um, And the whole release gave me kind of a, an idea of what it feels like to really see what's going on, to call it out and to let it go if it's not serving me. And if it's something that I need to work on, then I have tools to work on it. So those are the biggest results I've gotten or all from letting go of what's holding me down or being able to do that. So what was holding you down, you think, Christy? The the main things is being a people pleaser and a workaholic and then getting all stuck in my own head. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think you do those things now? I'm sure I will always do those things, but I don't do them as often, not near as often. I think the people pleaser side of me, I've flipped very well into being able to help people, Mm -hmm. but not in a way that's toxic to me. Um, I can definitely say I don't feel like I'm a workaholic at all. I only work on my business four days out of the week. I have three days that I have off. And the other things, the thoughts that are in my head, you know, those will come up here and there, but it's easier to see them and it's easier to work through them. And I know when I can't work through them, I have a support system to go through. Yeah. And tools and resources and a community and all that stuff. Yeah. Can we talk about your health for a minute? How that's changed? Because that's one of my favorite parts. And this is when I hear people in my everyday life and like, oh, I have migraines or I have this or I have that. And I don't want to come off as like woo woo and weird and even like, you know, holier than thou kind of thing. But I think, well, I heal that kind of stuff for people all the time (laughs) doing mindset work. So I'd love for you to kind of share health before, which you kind of mentioned, but remind us and then health, your health now. Okay. So I would, I had out of control chronic migraines and now I have maybe, maybe two a month and they're easier to knock down. I would say a lot easier. I worked from my bed before. Now I work from my desk and I walk a mile a day. Yesterday I walked two. I, and before you couldn't even what, no, walk, at, walk at all? I, I couldn't even walk to my, like the end of my driveway. I felt like I was going to pass out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's a big thing. I think the, one of the things I did in authentically awesome was to walk 15 minutes a day. And that was in near the end of it. So that just kept going. Now I walk easily. I walk around. It's really nice. Um, something I didn't mention was probably medication. I'm not on any medication. I was in a lot of, I had a lot of preventatives on board and now I have no medication except for, you know, if I get a really, really, really bad migraine that I need to knock down, maybe I'll take something. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what else. Oh, I was in a toxic job and now I'm not. That that actually contributed to my physical problems. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there something like with your heart? Oh, that the walking has to do with my heart. So uh, yeah. So it's uh it's it's called POTS, <laughs> posture orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. So if I go from sitting to standing or anything like that, my heart rate will go too high and my heart rate is naturally high, but now I, I, I can walk around and I'm pretty okay. I know how to listen to my body a lot better because I can check in. You're very big on body awareness. And that was a key for me for that too. Mm -hmm. If I don't feel like walking, I'll try again in an hour, but either way I still walk and yeah, you listen to your body. Yes. I I literally check in with her. I'm like, how are we feeling right now? Do you want to go for a walk? And if it's a yes, we go. If it's a no, we work on something or, you know, do something else. Yeah. But 
And I, and it's true. That's literally what I do. I literally stand in for a second and I literally just ask my heart, what would you like to do right now? And she's like, we're good. I'm like, okay, we'll go outside then. If not, then, you know, I take a break and do something and then I go, go out. So it's very, very important that I do that, that I check in with myself, because if I just try to push myself, the walk's not going to work the way that I want it to. I'm going to end, end early and go home and then feel exhausted for the rest of the day. Yeah. And you used to just push, 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 no matter what. Oh yeah. I, I, cause me, if, especially if I tell somebody I have a goal because that external accountability, I will push myself to hit it. And now I just, you know, I let some expectations go. If I don't do it, I think one day I didn't go for a walk, but I didn't feel like going. So I didn't <laughs> the next day I walked two miles and I was fine. Yeah. And this goes against somebody may listening out there. I see this a lot in the personal development space and you may too, Christy is like, go for it, push through, da, da, da. like all this kind of like masculine energy is like show up every day and push yourself. And I'm like, okay, I get that some people may need that message who are like not doing anything, but it's toxic. Yes. It's <laughs> so toxic. Like it's not good for anybody to push themselves in any way. Like there's, there's that whole, like, um, you can push yourself a little outside your comfort zone, but don't fly off of it. <laughs> exactly. Not do what we do in the coaching process is like, I'm always saying just a little bit out, just a little bit out. Exactly. Yeah. And that's such a good time because this episode is going live in January, 2020, when a lot of people are just like pushing themselves to extremes to hit these goals. Mm-hmm. And then by February they quit, you know? So if you're listening to this and you're feeling that way already, slow down. Mm-hmm. Like and, Christy was saying with self-care, yeah. she realizes less is more right? Yes. Oh, for sure. If you have no gas in your tank, you're not going to get anywhere. (laughs) Exactly. You'll get so much farther doing small little things outside your comfort zone than Mm -hmm. these big things, which is what you experienced, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you had a huge transformation in like six, seven months. Oh, for sure. With your health and your job and your way of being. I mean, even the other ladies in the group would be like, man, Chrissy, you're just so shiny. <laughs> I so remember that. <laughs> oh, I remember that. And I felt like, I don't know. I, it's funny because I think that happened a few times. And the first time I felt uncomfortable. And after that, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am doing pretty good today. <laughs> you are. Yeah. It was so fun to watch. Um, so Christy, you kind of explained your journey, what mm-hmm. coaching is like before, what it's like after. Um, what would you say were some of the most unexpected results though? Well, definitely leaving my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and doing the whole coaching thing. Cause that wasn't yeah. on our radar at all to work on that. No, it was not. I, so the, the two main unexpected things was leaving my job and completely changing my career path. Cause that yeah. was not on my radar. Um, and honestly, I'm glad it happened. It was scary when it happened. I remember when, when I was first thinking about it, I literally, I felt like every cell in my body wanted to like scream. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you're, you're not doing something right. You need to, you need to do something that is calling you more. And like, it was being called, but I wasn't listening. And once I listened, it felt like everything calmed down. I, I didn't feel like a weird anxiety that I was having. And what's interesting about that is that I remember the day that I quit, I put the person on hold for a second and I, and I told my partner, I didn't ask him, but I told him, don't, make me stay here. I don't want to stay here. And I thought that was very interesting because the one I think I posted in a group when I first started with you way, way back that I basically asked him for approval 
for a goal. So I, it was a big change just from that. It went from asking for approval to telling what I need. And just that alone was a big change that I didn't, wasn't on my radar either. Yeah. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that because I was looking through our community of like posts from you just a bit mm-hmm. ago. And the very first post you had was that breaking barriers day one. And you're like, well, I'm going to focus on this, but I had to ask my partner and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that was the other thing I remember from our discovery after seeing that was like, oh man, she like really relies heavily on her partner. She's got some health issues. Like, can she really handle this? Mm-hmm. And then you're like the shining star out of this whole thing. It just yeah. shows how much you've changed. I mean, that's huge stuff, Christy. It is. And especially coming from someone who's a people pleaser. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you what I need. I'll ask you if I need help, but I'm not asking for permission. Yes. And what, what, how did he react? I remember he said, you do what you need to do. And that was it. Like, and it wasn't in a way that it was like upset or anything. He truly meant it. And it's because he saw how I needed to leave and I couldn't be there anymore. So he, you know, it was great. (laughs) Yeah. So really all that script that that people pleaser was telling you before of, you know, ask him, get permission from him was all a lie. Yeah. Because he was ready to support you no matter what. Yep. And he always is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And And that's what's interesting when you start looking into your relationships when you're doing this work of maybe they're not being the toxic ones in your relationship. Maybe it's you and it's, you know, all the stories that you tell yourself. And once you get through all those stories, then you can see the truth. And sometimes the truth is very, very beautiful. Yeah. And, but hard. (laughs) And you know, when you realize it's yourself, you're like, oh God, that hurts. Like, like, oh, that was me. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. Ooh, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Christy, tell us where we can all find you now. I know you're coaching and you said you're coaching female entrepreneurs. Did I get that right? Yes. Which is so perfect for you. I didn't know that. Um, so tell us where can everybody find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all at good things indeed. And also if you want my website, it's goodthingsindeed.com. So it's all like good things indeed. <laughs> goodthingsindeed.com. Yay. Okay. So last question for you mm-hmm. to wrap it up. Somebody's listening to this and they're still on the fence of, man, should I reach out and get an assessment with Lindsay and maybe do a discovery call and start coaching? What would you say to them? Well, first I would ask them to ask themselves what's preventing them But also know that, especially with your programs, you will get an amazing community literally every step of the way. If you have a thought, you can post it. Somebody will be there for you. So just know that, that if you feel like you're going to go through a coaching program and you're just going to be alone, you're not. You're going to be completely supported and held the rest of the way. Yeah. And you can expect some results like Chrissy, if you put in the work. Oh, for sure. And I'll be in there too. <laughs> yeah, and Chrissy, yeah, she's holy is. And Chrissy's starting her own coaching business. She's looking for clients, especially if you're those women entrepreneurs, she knows all my good stuff. She's got her own unique style and her tools that she's adding in there. And so reach out to her good things. Indeed.com. You're going to be in good hands no matter mm-hmm. what, but just get started. Mm-hmm. Christy could have easily just kept going with what she had, but she woke up to a new way of living and now she's doing it. She's rocking it and feeling so much better in the process. So thank you so much, Chrissy, for joining us today. I so appreciate you. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.